Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hola, hola. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong, and as you can tell by my greeting, I am still here in Mexico. So this is another Mexico edition. And um, what I wanted to share with today's episode is some of the lessons that I've gained on my traveling adventures of getting to Mexico and living abroad. I've been in Mexico for over a month now. It's insane. And next week I fly out to Bali, Indonesia. Well, actually Jakarta. And then five-day quarantine and then to Bali. It's so crazy though, right? We're already in May, end of May. Next week, by the time you hear this, next week, yeah, we're going to be in June. We're almost halfway through 2021. Oh my God, it's so crazy how fast time flies. And it's like time is really relative, right? But what I wanted to do with this episode is share some of the lessons that I've learned just in today's episode, and I'll trickle in the others in following episodes. Me sharing all 10 in one sitting is going to be way overwhelming. So I thought I'd share, you know, around three or four of the lessons that really bubbled up in me getting here. Mexico was never actually part of the original plan. Um, And so one of the pieces that really was like underlying my whole adventure, the first one was have a bigger vision for having a bigger vision for myself, right? So I would, you know, offer that like having a bigger vision for yourself for whatever goal you want to achieve in your life. Um, that really helped pull me forward because there were times when it wasn't easy and I wanted to just toss in the towel. There were times when it was so comfortable just being at home, Uh, you know, having to basically uproot, put things into storage, organize everything. I mean, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that you just don't realize, right? Until you're actually in it. So there's all these little things here and there running errands, getting things done, paperwork, you know, the actual energy of moving it, it, there's a big reason why most people don't do this, right? It's just a lot of work and it requires a lot of trust. Um, and there's a lot of letting go, a lot of releasing, but at the end of the day, what really pulled me forward was me having a bigger vision for myself. And here's, you know, I talk about this so much, but it's like, when I am at my deathbed, when I look back on my life, Like, what's the story that I would have told, right? Would I have lived a life of regrets if I didn't do this? Will I have regrets? And it's like, hell yeah, I'm moving. Hell, I am going to travel abroad. I'm going to do this, right? This is the story that I want to tell. This is the story that I want to live. And um, I get to write the story. And it is a beautiful story when I trust in the bigger vision that I have. And so that was the really that was the energy that really moved me forward in moving through the resistance and days when I was like 
I'm not taking any action because <laughs> it's just like overwhelming. And you know what? It's really comfortable right here, right now of not doing anything and then complaining, right? And so having that bigger vision is so key. Um, another thing that really helps me is what I was tolerating. Like, what are you tolerating that you're no longer willing to tolerate? And that was something that um, when I sat down and wrote like things that I was tolerating in my life, it was annoying. And sometimes I was just like, I don't care. I don't want to do anything about it. I'm just going to suck it up and just deal with this tolerance and know that it's there. But there comes a point where like no more, like your standards are too high, right? That was with me. Like my standards are too high. I am done. I need to like change things up. Uh, I'm no longer lowering my standards. And then like, it's just not fun when we're in that place. And so having that bigger vision for myself really helped um, me realize like this is not what I really desire with what's happening in my life right now and I need to make some changes. And so I'm um, looking at things that you're tolerating and what are you no longer willing to tolerate. Um, and then knowing that you have the power to do something about it, that was me. Like I was like, I am, I'm just done with a lot of things that was going on. So that was the second. And then the third, and I, I believe I've talked about this, but it's really trusting in the void. Um, there's moments during my move where literally there was nothing I could do except wait. And waiting was hard because I didn't know what the result was going to be. I don't know what the outcome was going to be. Um, and in those moments of uncertainty, I really had to remember that it's in the uncertainty. It's in the void where there's so much magic. There's so much potential. This is where the feminine is. And I really had to anchor in that and be like, okay, like this is out of my hands at the moment. I've done everything I could. And now I'm just going to wait, right? And that was related to my visa for getting into Indonesia. Um, There's just a lot of like, okay, I've already reached out to my friends, my connections to seeing if they can help me. I just have to sit. <laughs> like there was a lot of moments where I was like, I did what I could in the moment. And I was just leaning back and trust that um, I'm going to get the answer. And if the answer is not what I was wanting, then I'm going to have to be open to being flexible and find another way or find a different solution. And so a lot of this comes to being like, okay, here's my expectation. Here's my standard. And at the same time, I'm trusting. And then there's that level of being flexible, right? Um, and I'll throw in another one, um, a fourth one. And that is being in action. So it was like there's this dichotomy of trusting in the void. And then fourth one of being in action. So I shared this in a past episode, but when I was feeling stuck, that's just a state of mind, right? It's like if I'm, I can trust being in the void, there's nothing I can do. But sometimes there are things that I could do if I'm flexible. And that was what brought me to Mexico. Uh, Mexico was not part of the original plan. It was always, okay, like one country... And I had my eye set on Southeast Asia. I've been there before. I've been to Indonesia. And, um, and I was wanting to go back. And, you know, there's a lot of paperwork, the government regulations, border closing, opening. There's like this dance. <laughs> and I already paid for my visa. And I was, you know, my, my application was in queue. And it's like, what do I do now? I could be waiting here 
until like, who knows, like July, right? And this was back in uh, March. Like there were so many unknowns. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm trusting that something will move forward. However, in the meantime, what is my choice now? And uh, when I hired my Adventure Fairy Vivi, she had this brilliant idea of what, can you go somewhere now? Like, so that you're not in this limbo. <laughs> and so there's this beautiful dance. And once I said, yes, let's, let's go, let's go to Mexico. Um, I kid you not, I think I shared this, but the day that I moved out of my apartment, I got my visa for Bali. And it was in that energy of movement and also like being in that space of trusting um, that I really felt like it pulled everything forward. And so looking back, it's been quite a wild ride. Um, I would have never come to Mexico if it weren't for the whole situation of like, okay, is Bali going to, not Bali itself, but is Indonesia going to, you know, uh, move forward with opening the borders for this particular visa? Like it was like this dance and uh, I'm so glad I made it to Mexico because I've met amazing people here. I've expanded my connections. Um, it's been wonderful just being in a part of a different culture and exploring a warmer climate, which it's going to be the same in Bali, but it's just like, I'm living in this beautiful two bedroom, three bath <laughs> apartment all to myself, a full kitchen. Um, it's just like time has flown by and it's just been an incredible experience so far. And, uh, I've, I've swam in the cenotes. I've gone to Chichen Itza. It's been like amazing. I've snorkeled in Cozumel. It's like, these are things that honestly, even two months ago, I had no idea that it was going to happen. So really like trusting in the possibilities. And that's part of being in the void. Like when we are like open to what is possible and not having everything needing to be our way. I mean, that this is where we get to open up to life. Um, so Mexico has been a blast and uh, next week I will likely have my last Mexico edition. Um, so stay tuned for that. And so it's been such a, an amazing adventure so far. So thank you for following along. And, um, and then outside of that, outside of travels, like my business is continuing to grow and I'm continuing to, you know, be in my business, which is so exciting. And this is one of the things where having the bigger vision to pull me forward has been so pivotal because I've always wanted and imagined like me traveling abroad and being a digital nomad. Um, digital nomad, nomad is interesting. It's basically like an entrepreneur online while traveling. Um, and I always envision myself working with people, creating impact as I'm abroad and it's happening. And yesterday we just celebrated the 22 days of the receiving experiment with 23 beautiful women. And I, like I say it so many times, but I was just floored by the results that came in. Like when we are intentional, focusing on the amazingness in our lives and receiving the goodness, receiving ourselves, tapping into that space of celebration, abundance, gratitude, we attract more of it. And there was just so much evidence of that, be it income, more rest, more support, more love of ourselves. I mean, the list was endless and I was just so blown away. Um, and it impacted me too, like, like 
the inquiries that were coming in and my income so far for this month and just that feeling of expansion. I mean, there are days when there's a dance, there's an ebb and a flow, but when we are willing to see the goodness that's already in our lives, it's so incredible. And so if you're listening to this and it's within the same, it's pretty close to the date, um, this is coming up May 24th. Um, if it's still not yet end of June, if it's not yet end of June 30th, 2021, um, and you would like to participate in the receiving experiment, send me a DM. Um, it closes, the actual group closes at the end of June, but you up until then, all the participants have access to it. And then if you're in the unfolding membership, you have forever access to it, as long as you're in the membership. And so I offered a special for the women in the receiving experiment who want to continue being in the container and having continued support. Um, there's a limited special. So if you want in on it, you do have to join by the end of today, which is Monday, because the special ends at the end of today. And basically, um, it's a discount, to a forever discount of being in the Unfolding membership, which you can cancel anytime. Um, and then next month in June, we are going to explore um, rhythms, power, and rest something that I, I see it online, guilty around resting. Um, rest is something that's a reward. People feel guilty if they're resting. There's so much around it. Um, I know because I've experienced it and it's total BS. Like rest should be part of the cycle. As a manifester, rest is part of my cycle. And if you're a generator, projector, manifesting generator, reflector, like we all need rest. It needs to be part of the part of the process. And yet the way that we approach rest is pretty, um, I was going to say dysfunctional. <laughs> it's very much, um, it's like a reward system. Like I get to rest after I do work. Um, it is, it's, it's a very, um, I, I'm going to say wounded perspective of rest. So we are going to play with rest next month. Um, and June is going to be an interesting month for me because I will be in a five-day quarantine in Bali. I'm going to be dealing with jet lag. Um, my flight to Bali um, from Mexico, it's going to be over a 24-hour flight. Like two stops. There's going to, is it going to be a very long day? I leave on the 3rd and I land on the 5th. So it's basically a full 24-hour day of traveling. Um, so it's going to be a wild ride. There will be plenty of rest for me and there's going to be a push-pull, right? Because there's, there's a lot of resistance, I feel like, collectively around rest and then there's the conditioning around it as well. So if that is something you want to explore, um, I'll put the link in the show notes for joining the Unfolding membership. Um, it is such a blast. And of course, if you want the forever discount, you'll have to pop into the receiving experiment. I'll put a link in that in the show notes as well. It's super fun. Um, it's, you can go through all the content. It, I made it on purpose to be not overwhelming. And the feedback that I got from it um, has been phenomenal. So I encourage you to explore that if you have not yet and you want to. Um, so much more to come. I hope you have a beautiful week and more soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.